Anybody's feet still tapping just a little bit? Mainly talking to King of Glory people. We're not used to moving that much. We're trying to learn. Teach us some rhythm. Teach us some beat. But it's a good thing to rejoice. Because as the praise leader said, the God in heaven is rejoicing. Therefore, we want to reflect the image of God. Yet sometimes it's really hard to rejoice because you don't have to look far or long to find a reason to be afraid. And you don't have to search for very long to find a reason for anxiety or worry. You don't have to look, you don't have to search actually, because anxiety and worry just come. Have you ever noticed you don't have to intentionally say, I want to be afraid today. You don't intentionally have to say, I want to worry today. It simply comes. Even when you intentionally say, I'm not going to be afraid, or I'm not going to worry, what happens? Fear and worry still comes. Yet, at the exact same time, all throughout God's Word, we see a simple phrase that usually goes something like this, Fear not, for I am God. In today's scripture reading in Matthew 14, we don't hear it as fear not, but we actually hear it as take heart. It is I, do not be afraid. How is it that God can command and God can desire us to not be afraid, to be worry-free, but yet the first thing that often comes is fear and anxiety? Is it just a matter of having more faith? Is it just a matter of having stronger faith? Or is it a matter of elevating our thinking about Jesus? I would contend that we have minimized Jesus. Therefore, we have maximized fear. When Jesus is minimized, fear is maximized. As one theologian put it, in the same heart, fear and faith cannot exist. Because where Jesus is present, fear is dismissed. Maybe the reason that we are fearful and worrisome is because when we come to a story like this, we leave a story like this and we say, be like Peter, rather than coming to a story like this and leave saying, worship Jesus, the Son of God. Because being like Peter cannot take away your fear. Being like Peter cannot minimize your worry. But worshiping Jesus, the Son of God, can. The main point of the story today from Matthew 14 is not Peter walking on water. The main point is Jesus is king. So we're going to do a little something. Whenever I say Jesus is king, you say stay in the boat. Jesus is king. Jesus is king. Almost everybody knows this story of walking on water by Peter walking on water. But when you look in the book of Mark and John, and it tells the exact same story, there's no mention of Peter. Did Mark and John miss the point? Or have we missed the point by putting all of the emphasis on Peter? Actually, the story has nothing to do with Peter. It's all about Jesus. What is Jesus doing? Jesus is doing the unthinkable. I mean, think about this for a moment. How many of you have ever been on a boat? Most have been on a boat, right? How many of you were on that boat, had the thought, I'm going to walk on some water today? How many of you had that thought? Nobody? Why? Why would you not have that thought? Because walking on water is what? 
Ridiculous. It's absurd. No one walks on water. No one even thinks about walking on water. You just prove that. And what does Jesus do? The unthinkable. That which is absurd. He walks on water. We can't minimize this. No one else has ever walked on water. No one else has even claimed to walk on water. No one else even tries to walk on water. Because only Jesus can walk on water. Why? Because only Jesus is the Son of God. We've all heard the story. And we've all thought to ourselves, yes, I need to take a step of faith and get out of the boat. You know what Peter needed to do? Peter needed to stay in the boat and let Jesus get in the boat so they could get to the other side of the lake and do ministry. Because what happens when the boat gets to the other side of the lake? They bring the sick and they're healed. Peter has simply slowed things up. What happens when Jesus gets in the boat? All is well. Jesus is king. I know it's warm. I know it's warm. Jesus is king. Because every time when a storm rages and Jesus is found in a boat in the gospel, there is peace. In Matthew chapter 8, Mark chapter 4, we've got a similar situation. The waves are raging. The disciples are scared. But Jesus says, peace, be still. You see, the good place to be is in the boat if Jesus is in the boat. Because Jesus is king. And when we stay in the boat, we get the work of God accomplished. The boat was an imagery that was used by early Christians to describe the church. They used to use the boat kind of as a picture to describe the Christian life. Why? Because the boat is a good picture of storms raging around it, and a boat doesn't stay still, but is constantly moving. So the Christians use the boat to display an image of what the church should be. The church should be a place where people experience peace, experience joy, are not afraid and are not worrisome because the church is where Jesus is found. And so today, we should return to that image of the boat and ask ourselves the question, is our church a boat where Jesus is present and therefore the waves wage around us and the storms come, but in the boat there is peace? And because Jesus is King, we stay in the boat and experience peace. The question is, will we be a cruise ship or will we be a rescue boat? There's a big difference between a cruise ship and a rescue boat. On a cruise ship, everybody's concerned about what? What are we serving for supper tonight? What band is going to play for the dance tonight? They didn't come and change my sheets this morning. Everybody on the cruise ship is concerned about comfort. Everybody on the cruise ship is concerned about self. I paid for it. It's my time. I should get to enjoy it. On a rescue boat, what's everybody concerned about? Get to person A before they drown as fast as we can. There's no, hey, everybody, let's slow down a little bit so we can enjoy the ride. Does everybody feel comfortable in their seats? Does anybody need a second beverage or some more appetizers? 
There's none of that. Because in a rescue boat, you've got one mission. Save people. It's the same mission as the church. Will the church be a cruise ship where we try to put Jesus in the middle and experience some peace? Or will it be a rescue boat where Jesus is in the middle and we get to experience peace because he's present? You see, what happens on a cruise ship, you put Jesus in the middle and you start arguing about where Jesus should sit. What committee does Jesus get to serve on? Does Jesus get to determine service times? Well, what exactly did Jesus say? So you start arguing about, did he use the word I or me? But in a rescue boat, you're concerned about one thing. Jesus, we've got to get that person out there. Let's go. See, Peter made a mistake. Peter got out of the boat. He forgot that Jesus is king. And when Jesus returned to the boat, they were able to get to the other side and bring healing and bring hope to others. We have minimized Jesus by elevating ourselves and saying things like this. We need to have more faith like Peter. We've elevated ourselves and said, well, Jesus has got some good advice. Maybe I'll follow some of it. What we need to do is elevate Jesus, the one who is far superior to any angels, the one who was there at the beginning of creation, the one who offered himself on our behalf at the cross. And when we elevate Jesus, we're captured by him. And when we're captured by Jesus, we're captured by the mission of Jesus. It's time to elevate Jesus. We minimize Jesus by gathering here for an hour or sometimes two or three, depending on where you come from, and then going our little ways and living a cruise ship life the rest of the week. Jesus is not pleased. Jesus is not elevated when we're only here for an hour or two or three a week and we go about and live a cruise ship lifestyle the rest of the week. You see, Jesus is concerned that we're about his mission all of the time. That we're continually looking out for the good of our neighbors. And so today, it's not, am I traveling in the boat on Sunday mornings? It's, am I traveling in the boat on Tuesday afternoon and Wednesday afternoon? And Jesus is king, so on Tuesday and Wednesday, I should still be in the boat, the rescue boat with Jesus being about his mission and his work. How many times have you heard the phrase, fear not? It all depends on who's saying it, right? I mean, if your sink is broken today, and you come up to me after the service and say, Pastor, I got a leak in my sink, and I say to you, fear not. And if all of your fear goes away, you really don't know me. <laughs> because those who do know me and I say, fear not, I'll be there at 3 o'clock you're actually more afraid of what's going to happen. You see, it all depends on the ability and the character of the one saying it. So when we hear the phrase, take heart, do not be afraid, the reason that those words have power, the reason that those words actually accomplish what they say is because of the one saying it. Because the one saying it can walk on water. The very thing no one else can do. 
the very thing that no one else even tries to do. And so today, when we don't have to look for fear and we don't have to search for worry, what we have to do is we have to elevate Jesus Christ in our hearts. And when we elevate Jesus Christ in who He is, Jesus' words, do not be afraid, will simply happen in our lives. Will we elevate Jesus? Will we elevate King Jesus? Well, I didn't get it exactly there, but still, King Jesus? Because Jesus is King, we have a grandiose opportunity. An opportunity to build a boat that does not exist elsewhere. We have an opportunity to not build a cruise ship, but we have an opportunity to build a rescue boat in the city of Sioux Falls unlike any other. A rescue boat that has more than one nation. A rescue boat that has more than one language. A rescue boat that has more than one cultural preference. Because look around you, in the city of Sioux Falls, there's lost people of more than just one nation, but of multiple different nations. Which church will build a rescue boat that will seek to reach all of the nations God has placed around us? We have an opportunity, if we are willing, if we are willing to set aside some of our preferences, we have an opportunity, if we're willing, to say, not my way, but whatever way is for the best of the person who is sinking. We have an opportunity to build a rescue boat like none other. A rescue boat that resembles a little bit of heaven. A re rescue boat of all nations. Will we come together today and get in the same boat so that we can be about the mission of Jesus Christ. And the reason that we get in the same boat is because Jesus is king. And because Jesus is king, we will build a rescue boat. A rescue boat that seeks to rescue people who are far from God. People who are South Dakotans from the very beginning and people who are Liberians from the very beginning. We will try to rescue both constantly and consistently because Jesus is King. Today, who wants to get out of the boat? Some of you are still thinking about this a little bit. Thing. Walking on water sounds kind of fun. Sounds kind of prestigious. Like, maybe I could get a statue built out of myself. Peter has a couple hundred thousand times. Not interested in a statue, though, because we individually walk on water. Rather, interested in individuals coming to know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior because we stayed in the boat. And we stayed in the boat because Jesus is King. Let's pray. Almighty God, we praise you. We thank you for who you are. God, we acknowledge that oftentimes we have elevated ourselves above you. We acknowledge that oftentimes fear has trapped us and worry has frozen us. 
God, we ask now in the name of Jesus Christ that you would capture our minds with a fresh vision of who you are. And God, I pray now that the kingship of Jesus would reign in all of our hearts. We offer ourselves to you now, and we ask that you would build a boat in this place. Build a rescue boat here that would be about your business. God, we thank you. We praise you for who you are. In Jesus' name, amen.